The Left Show is not intended for youngsters. It's not intended for the sensitive. It's certainly not intended for right-wingers. Use your own discretion. Awful sweary. Welcome to the Ponderosa, my friends, for an evening of songs and stories about the American West. You know who the best-looking person sitting up there was? Who was it with the cowboy hat? No, J.M. Bell. J.M. Bell. I don't know who that is. He hosts a podcast. Well, he, he was good-looking. You pompous, stuck-up, snot-nosed, giant, twerp, scumbag, fuck-faced, dickhead, asshole! Well, I don't know about you, so I'll ask. How was your week? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. It was it was a lot of work. Um, got toward the end of the week, and I was just burning out, so I went onto a comic book site and found a bunch of old X Men and started reading them because I got inspired from something one of my co-hosts said on the last comic book podcast. So I was like, ooh, I want to read some old X-Men, and I went and read some old X-Men. Oh, about the Claremont documentary? Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch that. I'm not a, you know me, I'm not a huge Chris Claremont fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I like the way he blocked stories, mm-hmm. but I didn't like the way he write them. Mm. So it's, uh, hey, I am swinging a punch at this guy, says the word balloon in a picture of a guy swinging a punch at the guy. <laughs> You know, that always drove me nuts. Yeah, I, it, it's a little comic book podcast, but I, 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 I recognized as I was reading some of these old ones, things that I had never read, issues I'd never read back in from the back in the uh, mid 80s. Yeah. And uh, it was like he had a story he wanted to tell, but he had to do an outline to give to the artist so the artist could get it drawn first. Right. Yep. And then you're supposed to go back and whatever the artist gives you, you put in your stuff. And he and there's like moments where he's a panel behind trying to describe everything, and he's basically he's written out he must have written it out in in prose at some point before while he was waiting for the artist to finish. So he gets it back and he's like, okay, I'll stick this on this panel and this on this panel and this on this panel. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, and it it worked. It was just it's like you have to recognize what the Marvel method was to really understand why some of the panels. It's like why is this so fucked up? It's because the artist. Drew it that way, and the and the writer's like, "Fuck, I got to fill all this stuff in here." Or my job's done. Hey, yep. letterer, put these balloons in. Exactly. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, I mean, it's something. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure how the hell we ended up here, though. Yeah, you asked me how my week was. Oh, that's right. How was your week, <laughs> It was okay. Della got kind of pink eye. I say kind of pink eye because, like, for half of a day, she had the pink eye gunk. Yeah. The next mm-hmm. day. Like, you know how you wake up, like, it's gross. She didn't have it. Like, it was gone. But, like, throughout the day, she got a little, just very, very tiny bit. So we kept yeah. her out of school, obviously, because we're not jackasses. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just like, and then we had to put the drops in her eyes, which was traumatizing. I remember doing that with, with all of my kids at, at one point. And, mm-hmm. and like, and they're, they, they get sketchy as shit and they start to wiggle and scream. Like I had to pin her arms down. Yeah. And I felt like the worst person in the world. 
And I'm just like, just let it happen. So I'm like, well, here, put my eye drops in so you see that it's easy. And so she did and then ran the fuck away. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't so. know. I my kids still get all ooked when I take my insulin. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it so. was fine though. Like she's better. Like it took less. It was less than a day that yeah. she had it, but she still had to take the antibiotics for well, sure. the three days. Oh, that's good. So, but what kind of pink eye? So we had to stay home work from work to like hang that's out, which is fine because I like working from home. Sure, but she doesn't like it because then I have to work. Yeah. And I can't play. But she can do it when Ben is staying home and working with her because she doesn't need him to play because he just won't. Mm. And so, like, she's completely independent and Mm -hmm. doesn't, but I I play with her constantly, so. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, I get it. Yeah. You're you're the entertainment, and when you're not entertaining, she gets pissed about it. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. then she's just always, I want to go to Gigi's. It's like, good. (laughs) <laughs> it's fine. I I think it's I think it's fantastic that you you have a Gigi that'll take the kid all the time. Yeah, because my mom she liked my kids for about fifteen minutes, and then their little independent personality started coming out. And she was like, "Well, it was fun to be a grandma. Thank you for that." And and, and they were like yeah. six and five. Della's mm-hmm. had that little personality of feisty since she was one. Yeah, and my mom just loves her. She loves you being want, around her. You want feisty. She is feisty. He says in transition. <laughs> oh, let's do this. Wyoming uh, passed an abortion ban, <laughs> and a judge has said, hey, 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 not so fast, dummies. Uh, <laughs> it's the, the, the reason that it, the, the stay is in place is the result of a state constitutional amendment pushed by conservatives back at the beginning of Obamacare. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teton County Judge Melissa Owens, in a ruling on Wednesday, blocked enforcement of the state's newly enacted abortion ban that took effect on Sunday. The decision pointed to a 2012 amendment to the state constitution that granted Wyoming citizens the right to make their own health care decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Utah kind of have like a law about that? Something. Like they... People have the right to choose how many people they want in their family, how many kids. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go on. No, you're good. Um, So anyway, anti-abortion lawmakers in Wyoming have been trying to find a workaround of the law, including the ban where it says that instead of being health care, abortion is the intentional termination of the life of an unborn baby, to which the judge said, and I paraphrase, but still, does it have to be in a hospital? Does it have to be done by a doctor? Sounds like fucking health care to me, you fucking idiots. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I paraphrase. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I, I figure you guys will lie, cheat, and steal your way around that one. But in the meantime, ha-ha, Obamacare <laughs> got you again, <laughs> bitches. I will always love people that were interviewed about Obamacare, and they're like, why would I need Obamacare? That's such a... Like it, it's a farce, like blah blah, blah. and they're like, besides, I have the Affordable Health Care Act. Yeah, like the ACA. Yeah, they're like, I have the that. ACA. I don't need Obamacare. It's like, mm, bless okay. your brain, or lack thereof. 
Yep. Uh, a hospital. I don't know if you guys could tell or not, but we have entered the GOP war on women section of this week's show. Um, but an, a hospital in Idaho is going to stop all labor and delivery services because of the political climate and the fact that doctors are leaving the state in droves. We knew this would happen. Yep. Highly respected, talented physicians are leaving. Recruitment replacements will be extraordinarily difficult. Um, yep. See, the dogs just, I swear to God, <laughs> we hit record and the fuckers won't shut up. And then mm-hmm. the yep. second I am done, like when we finished the comic book show about an hour ago, mm-hmm. you know, the dogs are in the other room making a fucking ruckus and I, and I stop recording and they shut up, they come in, they lay down, they're docile little creatures until we start talking again, at which point they're like, I want the attention. Yep. In 2022, doctors delivered 265 babies at Bonner General and admitted less than 10 pediatric patients. But in the wake of the Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe v. Wade, abortion bans have added another challenge to rural hospitals uh, that have struggled to keep doctor or their doors open and their facilities fully staffed and running. Mm-hmm. Uh, Idaho has one of the most restrictive abortion bans in the country. According to the AP, in a court brief uh, filed in August of 2022, <clears throat> In support of a Justice Department lawsuit against the Idaho abortion ban, medical groups urge that Idaho physicians are forced to choose whether to break state or federal law. In a report last September, Pew found that Idaho is one of six states in which authorities can prosecute health care providers for performing abortions. You, of any kind. You get what you pay for. Yeah. With those leaders. Yeah. Speaking of I think, Idaho... I think, the GOP, I think the GOP, or at least... Not necessarily the GOP as an organization, but people who tend to vote Republican, you know, dipshits, are starting to learn, oh, there are medical procedures that are uh, technically abortions that doctors perform all the fucking time. Not even that. There are uh, doctors needed just to look at my vagina. Exactly. Where are they going to, like, where am I going to (laughs) go? No, you cannot set me up like that and then watch me to see whether or not I take it. You are not a doctor. I am a doctor. Doctor of love? No. (laughs) Just not that kind of doctor. I'm just just saying, it's like once these women need that health care, it's like, where are they going to go? I'm not saying I'm a doctor. I was just not going to say that I'd be happy to take a look for you. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Always happy to volunteer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a good friend that way. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Idaho Republicans, Boo. Uh, an Idaho bill aimed at providing students with free feminine hygiene products in school failed on Monday after Republicans slammed the prospect as woke and liberal. They should throw their bloody tampons at the GOP. They absolutely should. The one paged House Bill 313. Introduced on March 13th, would have required the public and uh, public charter schools provide mm-hmm. students with free tampons, sanitary napkins, uh, and other menstrual products. Dissenting Republicans decried the bill as woke and overly generous. Quote, this is Representative, and I swear to God, Heather Scott. Cunt. Yep. Yep. Anyway, uh, this bill is a very liberal policy, and it's really turning Idaho into a bigger nanny state than ever. <clears throat> said the lady who I have to assume at some point has been caught in a potty without a pawn. Yeah. Uh, it's embarrassing not only because of the topic, but because of the actual policy itself. So you don't want to, you, so you don't have to be a woman to understand the absurdity of this policy. No. And if you don't 
have to feel that you're insensitive to not address it. Cost of the bill, less than a million dollars. Listen, if it's embarrassing to talk about that, then she should be embarrassed that's about talking about abortions. It is the exact same area that's going in. Yeah. Like, that's all. You can't, yep. talk, you can't pick and choose what mm-hmm. vagina you're going to talk about. Well, I can't. I think, you know, I there, I, Stop it's, it. gross. Sorry. It's, gro- it's gross to talk about, but I think that uh, if there were, if there needs to be a high school girl who, um, anytime she's caught without a pawn and has to, has to resort to a toilet paper pad, you know, for the day, she should then mail that to Miss Scott, Ms. Scott, with a letter saying, so because you blocked this, I wound up, I, and I didn't, have a, I didn't have a tampon on me, I wound up having to use this toilet paper. I thought you'd like it now. Or you just send the underpants. Yeah, or the underpants. Yeah. Any, either one. Yeah. What's it going to be next, uh, Scott asked. We can't help but sweat, so are schools now going to be providing deodorant to the kids? They should. Right there. I'm like, new bill. Oh, yeah. House bill 314. Stink. I know I have smelled some stinky teenagers in my day. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another conservative lawmaker, state representative Barbara Earhart, said the phrases period poverty and menstrual equality used to discuss the bill were woke terms. Oh, fuck you. Now, period poverty, as we know, refers to the idea that some people, particularly low-income students and students of color, mm-hmm. can have trouble accessing menstrual products they're they need. They're fucking expensive. Because they're fucking expensive. They're so expensive. Yeah. And when they, they put the machine in there, it costs a quarter. No, it costs actually, like 50 cents now or more. And it costs more than a quarter now. Yeah, I was going to say it's got a, and Idaho would be like a buck. And yeah. you don't, you're not going to have that money, you know, if you're a poor student. Yep. Yeah. And menstrual equity means it's Pink the tax. goal. Look, well, part of it. Uh, the goal of making sure that anyone who needs access to menstrual products can get them. Mm-hmm. Um, These dried up vaginas took advantage of those while they've been in the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll bet they're free there. Yeah. Yeah. That is not woke. They don't. Hmm. It's not woke. It's something you women don't... have done since. The rib. <laughs> they really don't want women to have periods. No. Because that's, I mean, there was uh, there was one lawmaker, I think, in, in Louisiana or Tennessee or somewhere. No, Utah. <laughs> yeah, who, of course. Who, uh, when an employee, a lady employee was like, you know, I've I got to run to the restroom and wouldn't tell him why. And he finally won. She's like, I, my period started. He's like, well, stop it. That's what they he think. Thought, he thought it was a voluntary yeah. option. He's like, I don't know why they don't just wait till they get home. I and like the... Someone gu- had to explain to him how the fucking <coughs> lady parts work. There's a woman that goes around conservative protests, um, Roe versus men or something. Mm-hmm. And she asks men just simple questions about I've the woman's body, the, the like the vaginas and stuff. It's just yeah. the funniest shit in the world. It's like, she's like... How long does, like, how long does uh, sperm stay, like, live in you, in the woman? One's like, two minutes. And the two other minutes. one says, the other one's like, well, forever. Oh, my God. And she's like, oh, so a baby just stays there forever. So two minutes are forever. This is weird. And it's five days. But, like. She's, That's something. And they're younger than me. Yeah. But not that much younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anti-abortion advocates do not 
care about women or women's health. No, they care no. about keeping people in poverty. In a new case, Oklahoma's dissenting judges made a chilling declaration of their true beliefs. Since the overturning of Roe versus Wade, dozens of reports from red states have told of hospitals withholding care from pregnant patients until they're hemorrhaging or suffering catastrophic infections. Lest the doctors be prosecuted for providing an illegal abortion. Um, when confronted with these effects of abortion bans, anti-abortion advocates often blame the doctors for misinterpreting the law. Bullshit. Bullshit. There are exemptions for medical emergencies, they say, and it should be easy enough for a doctor to tell when a patient's deep enough in danger to protect the medical team from possible prison time. It's if you're two minutes early on that clock, you go to jail or you save somebody's life. Mm -hmm. Right. Just in the nick of time. Most of the time in Oklahoma, a recent set of chilling dissents from right-leaning justices shamelessly lays plain how the anti-abortion movement justifies its assault on pregnant people's right to life. The dissents come from the Oklahoma Supreme Court, which ruled five to four this week that the state's near-total abortion ban must include an exemption for cases in which there is a reasonable degree of medical certainty or probability that a pregnant, uh, pregnancy would endanger a patient's life. Whether due to a current medical condition or to one likely to arise later in the pregnancy, previously justices explained uh, in their ruling, Oklahoma law only allowed exceptions when patients were in actual and present danger. And they get to decide what's actual and present danger. Yep. These guys that don't know where period comes from, that there's two Mm -hmm. holes like P and a period are not the same holes. That is, they are not. And and if you want the exemptions, if you want to get the exemptions, it requires reporting. You have to be rich. And and you have to be wealthy. And or you have to, and if you're a doctor who wants to do a medical exemption, there's a certain time period where you can perform it without going to prison. Otherwise, you know, you'll go to prison. And it's like, it should be left up to medical professionals to decide when it is necessary to abort a, a, a pregnancy, period. You know, and no, I, well... Frankly, it should be left up to women as to when whether or not to allow, you know, to be pregnant. But when it comes to medical procedures, it should have, they should have just left it up to the medical professionals. But they don't trust them either. Well, yeah. now I don't until, trust anybody. Until they get COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the doctors are, are ignorant assholes crowd. Mm-hmm. Seems to think it's fine to run to a fucking hospital for their ventilator. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck you guys. You got to be in a tent in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Very frustrating. Well... We're going to go to commercial. We get back on the other side. I've got the GOP on parade. Some of it's kind of funny. <laughs> when you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey folks, Jeff here. And Taylor. And JC. Just wanted to talk to you for a minute about Patreon. Patreon.com. 
P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. That's where we raise the money to put these shows on each and every week. For those of you that weren't paying attention, we didn't hit our fundraising goals this year, and so we need your help to keep the shows going. Please. Now, more than ever. Oh. Uh, we don't say that. That's. I thought we were not being aggressive. Yeah, that's that's oh. that's bad political writing. Is that one right there? In the arms of There you go. You do that. <laughs> so, anyway... Every week that we record, we put special content behind a paywall over at patreon.com slash media for you to listen to so that you know deep down inside you're better than everyone else. <laughs> patreon.com slash media D-E-F-E-N media. Join us over there, will you? It's pennies on the dollar. Please. You are still listening to The Left Show. All right, then. Here's some more of that, I suppose. I am gonna have an absolute conniption fit again about log cabin Republicans. <laughs> we, Jason and I, are fighting with the same guy. He really took exception to me calling him a collaborator. Mm. You know? And and then today was writing about something and told me and Jason and other mm-hmm. reasonable thoughted people that stand up for trans kids and trans people that we were on the wrong side of history. Hmm. To which I quoted him saying, you're on the wrong side of history. I'm like, oh, I bet that's what all the collaborators said. While they were busy ratting out the peoples in their community. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I mean, it is frustrating to know. I mean, Jason does so well fighting with the locals. And the truth is, is that I have been absolutely butting in, you know. And he knows all their triggers. And I just walk in with a, fuck you, fucker. And you can definitely tell the difference between when he's typing and I'm typing. Because it's like, I'm like, I'll fight you. And he's all, here's a, here's a thoughtful yet sarcastic kind of rude statement. I love it. It really does. It makes reading the, the left show Twitter feed a lot of fun. I do. I do. We're having a ball. It's a hoot over there. I like it. Um, so, all right. Let's do some news. Lindsey Graham was admonished by the Senate Ethics Committee. Senate Ethics Committee admonished <laughs> Senator Lindsey Graham. Really good writing. Top-notch shit, HuffPost. Well done. On Thursday for soliciting campaign contributions for a fellow GOP candidate while at the U.S. Capitol. Senator Chris Coons... Democrat of Delaware, chair of the Ethics Committee, and Senator James Lankford, Republican of Oklahoma, the vice chair, wrote a letter to Graham on Thursday saying an investigation found their colleague had directly solicited campaign contributions for one Herschel Walker, uh, who lost his bid to be Georgia's Senate seat last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Graham did so at least five times during an appearance on Fox News while standing in the Russell Senate office building, where you are not allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Quoting more, Mm -hmm. the committee is charged with upholding the ethical standards of the U.S. Senate, a responsibility both broader than and distinct from criminal law. Uh, The public must feel confident that members... (laughs) 
use public resources only for <laughs> official actions in the best interest of the United States and not for partisan political activity. I am in Chris Stewart's fucking uh, um, um, congressional district. Yeah. So I get email newsletters and paper from him at least once a month with the most partisan hacky campaign fucking language you have ever seen and i say that having not seen the other asshole stuff that they send out with their franking but i mm -hmm. can't believe well you know if the utah democratic party had any fucking leadership at all right now they could make a nice good stink about about the the the, the violation of franking laws you know mm -hmm. but since we don't have any to speak of yeah evan mcmullen's right. lost yeah then and they're running around because you've heard me make this bitch before it's you know you lose and you call that winning yep and so evan mcmuffin fucking lost decidedly but we won and they're yeah they're like yeah not only did we win we're gonna do it again mm. Mm -hmm. i'm tired then you fuckwits go and form your own Utah independent party so you can put up fuckwits like McMullen Going and let the Utah party, party reassemble, reform. Yeah. 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 Graham admitted to the behavior in a statement later in the day. Hmm. When Coons and Lankford said, your actions failed to uphold that standard, resulting in harm to the public trust and confidence in the United States Senate. Which <laughs> 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 of the 3% left that still doesn't hate them? Yep. Uh, anyway, Graham said it was a mistake. I take responsibility. I will try to do better in the future. No, he won't. Yeah, he won't. So, so it was a uh, was it more of a finger shake or a wrist slap? That's what my what I'm wondering on this. This is definitely a chin wag. Oh, a <sighs> chin wag with a oh. with a little bit of sigh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm not so much oh, mad Lindsay. as disappointed, Lindsay. Oh, yeah. Lindsay. <laughs> you know what was disappointing? Can I be honest? Mm -hmm. I love Al Franken. I have forever. I thought he was mm -hmm. a great fucking senator, and he shouldn't have mm -hmm. quit. Um, I don't know about nights two, three, and four, but night one, uh, hosting The Daily Show, was not great, most oh, really? especially the way he softballed into Lindsey Graham. Mm. Oh. You know, because they were buddies. Mm -hmm. It was just, I don't know. Gross. I just, Why would you be friends with him? <laughs> I don't know, because he's not Ted Cruz? I, nobody wants Ted Cruz. Yeah. Uh, death and destruction. Trump kicks up the violent rhetoric. Um, former President Donald Trump took the truth social about 1.30 in the morning to lash out again at Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. The one-term president has targeted every top official investigating him in his rage posts, calling for their removal. Trump has been calling for violence, and Republicans seem okay with that. Trump is leading in the polls, so his supporters don't seem to take issue with his rhetoric. On mm -hmm. Thursday, Trump posted a link containing a photo of himself with a baseball bat next to a picture of, of Bragg. Nah. Yeah. Um, what? I, I'll, I'm going to try and read it. It sounds really wonky. It's what kind of person can charge another person, in this case a former president of the United States who got more votes than any sitting president in history and leading candidate by far, for the Republican Party nomination with a crime when it is known by all that no crime has been committed. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Mm -hmm. yes, uh, it and was. also known that potential death and destruction 
in such a false charge could be catastrophic for our country. Why and who would do such a thing? Only a degenerate psychopath that truly hates the USA. The worst part is, it's coherent enough, I know the fucker didn't write it. Yes. Yeah. You know? I like, I like he, he made, got more vo more votes than any other president in history, I want to say, except for Biden. Didn't no, he sitting, get, like, sitting president. Didn't yeah, he, sitting like, president, yes. win electoral and not popular? In the first one, in yes. 2016? Yeah. Yeah, electoral, yeah. Uh, technical electoral win. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Schmutt. Uh, Tallahassee, Florida, principal has been fired because they showed pornography to children. Uh -huh. Sounds reasonable, does it not? Yeah. Yes. For the last few years, conservatives with a white supremacist bent have been huffing and puffing over Western culture and Western civilization, Western this, Western that, because they think it sounds less obviously white supremacist than just saying white. Yeah. Yep. Principal of a charter school in Tallahassee had to resign following a parental uproar over the kids seeing Michelangelo's statue of David. One parent <laughs> called it pornographic. It's flaccid. She has, those parents have seen this too. They saw it at the same age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Grow up. Yeah. I did watch the Simpsons episode though, like a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That is good. Uh, oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, anyway, this was, if you will recall, literally the plot of an episode of The Simpsons from season two, in which Marge tried to get Itchy and Scratchy taken off the air after Maggie hit Homer on the head with a mallet. <laughs> Marge then realized the error of her ways when the same people who backed her up on that also wanted to ban the statue of David coming to Springfield on tour. Oh, yeah, they put pants on him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, after having been the principal of the Tallahassee Classical for not even a full year, uh, Carasquila, Hope Carasquila, was told by the school board's chair, Barney Bishop, uh, that she would either have to resign or get fired following the parental uproar over the sixth grade class Renaissance art lesson. Get that unemployment. Yeah, I, I'm like, fuck it, you fire me. You fire mm -hmm. me. It's Michelangelo, you schmuck. Yep. Barney. <laughs> Take them there, kids down there to see that there statue penis. I'm sorry. I did it wrong, and I, I am very sorry. Statue pecker. <laughs> there. You can't fuck it up, man. You got you to gotta do it right. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, five bankruptcies for me. No loan forgiveness for you. I always love it when one of my favorite websites picks a Utah politician to make fun of. Rep <laughs> Burgess Owens walking, talking, TBI. Yes. Who has filed for bankruptcy protection multiple times, has just come out saying the student debt cannot be canceled. Congressman who's declared bankruptcy five times himself should disparage... Student loan forgiveness, um, as Trump has often done, seeing as how Trump has declared bankruptcy six times himself. Not exactly the party of personal mm -hmm. responsibility, are they? They all talk a good game. But anyway, this dipshit Burgess Owens will parade in front of TV cameras um, uh, to do just that, hoping that we ignore the contradiction and the hypocrisy of his words. They will. In a press release, oh, Owens will. telegraphed how the hearing would play out, arguing that President Joe Biden has no authority 
to cancel student debt unilaterally. Debt cannot be canceled, only transferred from those who borrowed to those who did not, said the guy who went into bankruptcy five times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's very frustrating. Yeah. I don't I just, he's so dumb. God, he God forbid we so should, dumb. I mean, yeah. And God forbid we should get any relief at all. Yeah, and it's just because it was a, it's a, it's a liberal idea, a progressive idea. That's why they're yeah. against it. That's the only reason why they're against it. And yeah. they like keeping people in poverty. Poverty mm-hmm. is power. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, as I see it, is it's, it's what, uh, you know, it's a stupid meme, but it's that, uh, no, money won't buy you happiness, but it certainly gets you access to the things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. I mean, that's just where we're at. I've got... I've got, nah, never mind. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> Let's take a break. We get back on the other side. I've got a little good news. Good news. Yay. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. This week on the world's greatest comic book podcast, we remember Joe Gaiala. A national treasure was injured in a car crash. Why was he even driving? Jonathan Majors was arrested in New York. This is why we can't have nice things. In moving picture news, Victoria Alonso has left Marvel Studios. Probably good news. We have a huge redemption for a Star Wars actor. We have news on the Orville Season 4. The Last Ronin is becoming a video game. Cowabunga. I got nothing. <laughs> Kelly Thompson concludes her Captain Marvel run with issue number 50. Marvel gives George Perez a variant cover tribute. Reviews Star Trek Resurgence, GCPD The Blue Wall, Berserker, Superman Lost number 1, Wolverine number 31, Women of Marvel, Doctor Strange, Dead Romans, Pop Scars, Darkland, and The Wicked Ones. All this in the return of Blockbuster Video. Face Front True Believers, it's the world's greatest comic book podcast. Available Tuesdays on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and thecomicbookpodcast.com. Misa makes a good uh, TV show, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So I somehow have to raise $3,500 in the next two weeks to pay a legal bill. Hmm that I can't talk about yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got I've I got like three comic books left to sell. I am I have sold all that's sellable. I'm out of stuff. Well no I mean I could probably sell my bulk comics. Quarter a piece. Mm. Yeah. That'll get me somewhere. I don't know. So you know I got that going. Um you know, rent is still a terror, as it is at this time of month, mm-hmm. and and 
I told you guys one of the things that happened with my really bad month last month was getting kicked out of school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they might be taking me back. Oh, good. Yeah. So. It's good. Begging and kicking and screaming and begging and kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, basically it rolls down to, I already took out the loan for this shit. <laughs> I've got to have something to show for it. Yep. Because they're charging me 34.9% interest because it's a school loan. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. What is the what is it the the APR? The adjustable rate adjustable percentage something? rate? What? Adjustable percentage rate. Yeah, they That's... fucking adjusted it. Yeah. That's what they did. <laughs> they adjusted it with some kind. They, so they tend to adjust it a little tight. Yeah. If anybody knows how I can do a fundraiser for something I'm not allowed to talk about. If you got a hook, let me know, because I am dry. Mm-hmm. I am out of fucking ideas. You know what? I am also out of... Patience. Fucking patience. <laughs> Kanye West has found himself at the center of a number of controversials several uh, times over the last few months. Chief mm-hmm. among them was a stretch of time during which the entertainer... Really? Mm. Sharing yeah. anti-Semitic statements in the time since. Um, he's uh, seemingly doubled down on his sentiments amid a flurry of blowback that's cost him several business deals. However, a new message from the star seems to suggest that he's changed his mind when it comes to, uh, to his feelings toward folks of the Jewish faith. Okay. West claims... West claims <laughs> to have watched one of Jonah Hill's movies... And says that it helped him, quote, helped him like Jewish people again, end quote. Okay. Was it super bad? It was 21 Jump Street. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) There is a a tweet that, uh, that mentions this tweet. Mm-hmm. From the director of the of Twenty One Jump Street, with dot dot dot, thanks for watching? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the quote is: "Watching Jonah Hill and Twenty One Jump Street made me like Jewish people again." No one should take anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. No Christian can be labeled anti-Semite knowing Jesus is a Jew. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you, said the guy who doesn't quite have his medications dialed in, but is a lot closer than he was six months ago. <laughs> He's back on the right meds. It's just got to kind of we're work just, its way down. Yeah, yeah. we're doing dosages now. We're just down, <laughs> down to milligrams at this point. Exactly. <laughs> what to give him is how much. We got to get him right to the right amount. I could skip one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Kellyanne Conway's daughter has got a chip on her shoulder towards Ted Cruz. Well, who doesn't? Yeah. I love her. 18 years old, Claudia Conway, daughter of Kellyanne and George Conway, is turning into an admirable young adult. She's been careful to widen the distance between her public image and her famous parents. It's something she's learned to do quite well. Uh, But she does it with a bit of sympathy at the same time. In a quick tweet, she discussed that uh, distance... 
uh, and how well she understands herself and what she does versus the reality of what her parents must have thought her life would really be like. Um, politically, Claudia's politics are well beyond progressive. Mm -hmm. And as a member of the LGBTQ plus community, uh, she more than likely has done some things her parents couldn't possibly have predicted. <laughs> she got a tweet from her saying, you have to cut my parents some slack, guys. Imagine being so excited to have a baby and then it growing up to be a lesbian liberal who subtweets Ted Cruz for fun. <laughs> um, she's also the person that let everybody know that Trump had COVID. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, I'm, I'm going for a uh, bunch of people talking about it. Oh, who's winning in a fight? She tweets. Ted Cruz or the green M&M? <laughs> um, she dressed up her dogs in pride shirts, which is just fucking adorable. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, she... She she really goes after Ted Cruz. You know? Because you... I mean, Ted Cruz... Fuck it. Read that blue quote. Oh, uh, we can be different ages, come from different backgrounds. We all have different political viewpoints. But at least we can all come together in our hatred of Ted Cruz. It's true. <laughs> right there. I've been yep. saying that for so long. We all hate him. Yep. <laughs> She's wonderful. She's a good kid. You know, she is. You do your best. I had conservative parents. I turned out fine. Um, <laughs> a new political action committee... Well, fun can't hold on just a second. What the fuck noises are these? Shut up! That last one was out of spite. <laughs> a new pack will fund candidates who back psychedelic medicine with a growing body of research uh, on the use of psychedelics to treat depression, anxiety, post traumatic stress disorder, other mental health conditions. New political action committee seeks to elect candidates who support using psilocybin, ketamine, and MDMA for therapeutic reasons. In other news, breaking, <laughs> I can run for office again knowing I can raise a little bit of money. I was going to say, uh, Jeff is now announcing his uh, his run for president or run for Congress. Oh, fuck that. I'm going to run for party chair or whatever this pack is. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, the founders behind the newly formed Psychedelic Medicine Pack, Pam Pack, Pump Pack, Pumpack. 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 Also aimed to secure federal funding to further education and research efforts at a time of increased scrutiny over the dangerous side effects of opioids, especially fentanyl and other traditional pharmaceuticals. Would you call fentanyl a traditional pharmaceutical? I don't no. think I would. That's a, mm. That is bad writing. Advocates have long... Who wrote this even? Oh, it's from NBC. Uh, advocates have long argued that the therapeutic use of psychedelics can be safer and more effective than prescription drugs. Some of which carry the risk of dependency. Not what I take. <laughs> um, it, is a, it is a movement that has grown in recent years as more clinical studies back those claims as society grapples with uh, deepening mental health issues exacerbated by the pandemic. I think we're past the pandemic, and I do believe it's MAGA Republicans that are causing the mental health crisis. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but even true believers say more research is needed. I am here to do your research. Mm -hmm. I'll Call do it. Me. I'm Ken I'm Casey. I volunteer for tribute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the whistle. 
I don't know the whistle either, but I'll volunteer for trivia. <laughs> I don't know the whistle. I, I only saw the first movie. You're not missing out. I, I didn't think that I was. I read the books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was asked every once in a while, my sister's kids, when they were younger, would have the opportunity to start reading a new series, at which point my sister, who knows how fast I read, would call me up and say, can you pick up this book and tell me whether or not the kids can read it? <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, 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 I'll talk to you tomorrow. And so on the on the on that one, mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of them. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Um, yeah, I picked up the first one. I called my sister. I'm like, it's fine. She said, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. There shouldn't be anything questionable in there. You know, uh, there was as far as I can remember, there was just no sex or anything. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. And then the kids read it. She's like, it's violent as hell. I'm like, <laughs> What? But there's no sex. What do you want from me? Have you read your Bible? <laughs> I thought you guys, I thought you conservatives were all about the violence, but hated the sex. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, look, violence in certain circumstances can relieve a stress, mm-hmm. you know, can uh, take the steam out of the pressure cooker, if you will. Um, and depending on who it is you're hitting can also be cathartic. Nazis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like so. But, um, yeah. Let's move on. It's one of those times when if my mouth kept going, I was going to say stupid things. (laughs) Finland! The happiest country in the world is offering a free masterclass of happiness. Finland just cinched the top spot on the world's happiness report for the sixth year in a row and is looking to spread that joy to 10 people from around the world. The country is hosting a four-day happiness masterclass this summer for free for those 10 lucky applicants. Um, <laughs> it's it's 10 green cards to live there. <laughs> <laughs> Others will be uh, able to study and hopefully cheer up virtually when it becomes... Uh, available online, which is where I imagine we'll be watching it. Yes. Um, But can I just say, if you're going to go to Idaho and you don't bring back Mega Millions tickets, what was the point of even driving through that fucking state, no matter where you were going or where you were coming from? I don't even know. Okay. Oh, wait, I'm going. All I know is that somebody that I sleep with at night, there, it's a good dodge. Nobody will know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, Went to Oregon and back last week and mm. um didn't, didn't buy didn't, play didn't the buy lotto. any fucking lotto <laughs> it's like what 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 you you were in idaho no other redeeming feature there other than they've got gas stations so that you can continue your trip out of idaho <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and in those gas stations you can buy lotto tickets <laughs> that's what you do and and if you win, then you get to fly home over Idaho and not <laughs> through it, having to talk to its people and persons. Um, anyway, Finland. The World Happiness Report ranks happiness and well-being in countries using six factors. Social support, income, health, freedom, generosity, and absence of corruption. Mm. Mm. No wonder we're so low on this list. We're like one of five. <laughs> we believe the Finnish happiness stems from a close relationship. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. We believe Finnish happiness stems from. I was trying. Yeah. Bork, bork, bork. It was bad. Um, 
That's Swedish, not Finnish. It's as close as I can get you. <laughs> we believe Finnish happiness stems from a close relationship with nature and our down-to-earth lifestyle. Uh, Heli Yemeniz, Senior Director of International Marketing at Business Finland, said in a statement, quote, I'm not some, uh, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not some mystical state, but a skill that can be learned and shared. <laughs> I know what makes me happy. What? Nothing. I cannot finish this thought. Mm. Uh, and I would love to give that out more often. You know? Yeah. Here's yeah. some. This yeah. is, I'm happy. You're happy. Now we're all happy. Yeah. And then the pills wear off, and it's like, oh, well, I'm not high anymore. <laughs> I don't really want to talk about what I've done to myself. Just saying. Happy is a state of mind. Anyway, applications for the Master Class of Happiness are open for uh, uh, April 2nd. To apply for one of the 10 spots, interested parties must submit an online form and complete a social media challenge in their Instagram or TikTok showing what things make you believe you may secretly be a Finn. I will take a picture of my DNA results. Yep. <laughs> which has me... I was going to say, just take a picture of yourself. Yeah. I'm going to take it and be like, I also think Americans are stupid. Oh, that's a good one. That's a very good one. I might try that. Clearly, I'm a Viking child. Yeah. Bring me home. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. That's what I think. I'll put that right there. Me too. All right. That'd be fun. Uh, Illinois, ladies and gentlemen. Salute Illinois. to Illinois. The Illinois House, the House, we still have the rest of it to go through, but the House passed a bill prohibiting book bans. We're banning your book bans. Good. They passed a bill on Wednesday to prohibit libraries from banning orders or other material because of partisan or doctrinal pressure, prompting strong opposition from Republicans who are like, you're interrupting our grooming. Exactly. <laughs> House Bill 2789. Oh, I'm looking for this. 2789, an initiative of the Democratic Secretary of State, Alexi Giannalius. Giannalius? It's Greek. Uh, whose office oversees the Illinois State Library and administers several grant programs for public and school libraries, as well as adult literacy problems throughout, programs throughout the state. Uh, the bill would require that a condition of qualifying for those grants in the future is libraries or library systems would have to adopt a written policy prohibiting the practice of banning books. Alternatively, they could adopt the American Library Association's Library Bill of Rights, which includes a statement, quote, materials should not be proscribed or removed because of partisan or doctrinal disapproval. Yeah. I dig it. So uh, the quote, uh, going with it is banning books is the sort of behavior that was once for good reason associated with the worst most repressive and repugnant authoritarian regimes of the mid 20th century and before says mm -hmm. rep Ann stava murray uh, democrat of naperville the fact that this is even up for discussion in america in the 21st century is disgusting and yet last year in my district the discussion was spurred on by a few radical parents and the proud boys hate group over a book called Gender Queer. It's a good book. Mm -hmm. None of them have actually read a book in their lives. No. Nope. Spark notes. If that. 
Yeah. I probably just had a nerd do my homework. Probably. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But there it is. That is a little bit of good news. That was a little bit of good news. Especially the Kanye news. stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad to have him back. I am so glad he is getting better because he watched 21 Jump Street. Do you think finally one of his Nazi friends was like, you know, you're second up against the wall when we when we rise up, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just need you to know you're not first. We'll cater and have you perform at the first. But you're yeah. the second round, pal. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this or not, but Nazis don't like black people. They don't. <gasps> what? Yeah. He, he's one of those people that pulls out his DNA reports and be like, I am 1% white. And they're like, put a hood on him. Mm-hmm. Just... Like how people do that with their DNA reports and be like, I am 1% African. <laughs> I'm not, I don't think. Hang on a sec. Let's see. Ancestry... Yeah, I haven't done my DNA. <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah, I. it was given to me as a gift. I have siblings. Um, let's see. <laughs> Log in right there. Go over here. Home tree search DNA. My DNA results summary. Calm down. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Um, Sweden and Denmark... 34%. You're a Viking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Scotland, 15%. Mm -hmm. England, 15%. German Europe, 12%. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I've got Norway, uh, Ireland, you know, uh, Wales, Finland. <laughs> all the places the Vikings went at some point. Yeah. They're all in there. <laughs> I got... Then I've got... This indigenous America's Mexico, 3%, uh, and northern Africa, 1%. 46.2% French and German. Oh. 29.5% British and Irish. 8% or 8.9% Scandinavian. And 15% broadly Northwestern European. <laughs> That's what it says. Broad, broadly Northwestern European. Yeah. That's good. Uh, it's somewhere over there. That's <laughs> you're from somewhere over there. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. I've uh, I, just, I haven't I, done mine. Yeah, according uh, to this though, I'm I'm allowed to do Cheech and Chong impressions without getting canceled. That's right. Right. We'll see. Okay, this one percent Northern Africa thing. No, still not going to rap. Yep. Got no business doing that. Yep. But yeah, Scotland. Sweden, Denmark. I'll take those as my top three. Mm -hmm. That works out well for me. Yeah. So, but what's funny is, is that when you go looking for people on the trees, um, I don't have anybody within like the second or third cousins, people I don't know. And there's a lot of them, mm. you know, and I'm like hoping to find my biological dad, see if he still runs that. That motorcycle dealership. <laughs> I, I think it's time we had a chat. That's How you right. doing, Dad? Um, hey, bio, Dad. Yeah, something like that. 
All right, gang, we're at the end of the show. I'd like to thank you all very much for listening. I'd like to thank John. I would like to thank Taylor for joining me uh, this week. Um, we're going to pop over to Patreon right now. Uh, Patreon.com slash D-E-F-E-N-Media uh, is the address. Every week that we record, we drop some presents there uh, for you uh, to have the availability to listen to. From time to time, uh, we might type in an essay. Usually it's an apology for missing a week of recording. <laughs> but still, things happen. I'm so, so sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Um, anyway, yeah, join us over Patreon. You can pop over to theleftshow.com. We have merch. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. We also have a phone number. You can call and let me know something. And if it's funny, I'll put it on the show. How's that? I like it. Love it. All right, everybody good? Yep. Patreon.com slash Media. Let's all do what the British lady says. If you've made it this far, you might as well join us on Patreon. Patreon.com Media. This episode and more always available at www.theleftshow.com. 